motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and germs. Um, uh, my name is Jerry. You can call me Jer. And I'm here with my co-host. Yo. This is Rich the Riz. That's right. Of Brooklyn fame. Brooklyn, New York. How are you today, buddy? I'm good. How you doing, bud? Pretty good. You know, just... we. What happened was... Uh, we had to move some furniture, so there's two kitchen tables in my house. But yeah. enough about that. Yeah. Uh, interesting week for wrestling. Very interesting week. A lot of stuff going on. For the first time in at least years, I would say that, I mean, if you want to bring up the match of the week already. Already? Already. Yeah. Okay. May as well start right. out big. I'm start big. Start big. Match of the week. Shouldn't be much of a surprise, although one of the participants in it is a bit, was Cena versus Cesaro. And I, personally, am giving at least 90% of the credit to Cesaro, because dude is freaking awesome. He's a powerhouse. He's he's a throwback to old school, like William Regal, Fit Finley, uh, and I, I, yeah, I'll say it, Chris Benoit. He's old school like that. He said the words. I said it. I said it. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you know what, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with you, because what I saw that, like, uppercut move when he, like, throws him in the air, oh, and just that. like, John Cena's not a small guy, no, right? seriously. I mean, the guy's pretty big. Yeah. And the athleticism involved in that, I don't, I haven't seen anybody really do anything like that. Yeah, that that's definitely, like, one of the moves that the person selling, in this case, is doing probably actually less than the person uh, performing the move. Cesaro is literally launching him up into the air and then hitting him with that European uppercut. And I don't want to ever call it a regular uppercut because the fist doesn't yeah, actually it make is, contact. It is technically European uppercut. But they haven't called it that since like Regal was around for, for real. Yeah. Real. Why is that? What do you think? Well, he, I know he's announcing for NXT... Um, man, I mean, I know when, um, which would have been an awesome series of matches, but when the Shield, before the Shield came up, um, Dean Ambrose down in NXT, uh, kept calling out Regal, kept calling him out, kept calling him out, start, just trying to start a feud. I don't know for sure if ever, anything ever actually happened, but I would pay to see that match. Dean Ambrose versus William Regal, in 25 minutes, I'll watch, I'll watch 25 minutes, I'll watch a half hour match with them, it'd be awesome. Yeah, that's, I agree with that, but going back... To Cesaro versus Cena. Cesaro, yes. What about, what do you think about them taking out name, like the first part of his name? What do you think about that? Um, it, it made a noticeable difference. It's, I think it's, it might actually help him get over a bit. Um, Vince's reasoning supposedly is that he doesn't think someone with the name Antonio sounds tough. I think that the person should, like their actions the way they present themselves, the way they perform, should really dictate that as opposed to focusing on their name. I mean, if we want to go to another name change briefly, Biggie Langston, it was a terrible name. Now they drop Langston, he's just Big E. Like, what is, like, that? that's just as bad. I think that's just as bad, like, because now you got the crowd chanting Big E, okay, cool, whatever. But it, it just reminds me of, um, if you remember Ricky Ortiz, and he had that. Uh, he uh, called himself the Big O. Yeah. Yeah. The, the finisher called the Big O. It's like no, that don't no. do that. Well, that's why he's so famous now. Exactly. Because of that move. So but uh, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Maybe uh, 
Antonio also sounds like... Remember that team with those two dudes? Oh. Oh. Uh, names. We'll, we'll figure it out. One of us will Google it at some point. We'll update these next week. Or if, if you, the listener, if anyone's listening, listening. If you can name, if you can name that team. Yeah, th- those two guys. If you know those guys, you can like tweet us at Rich the Riz or, or at, at the Jer Show. There you go. At the Jer Show. Yeah, we welcome Twitter. any and all corrections to our stupidity and comments. Uh, tell us. How, like, you know, if you love our opinion, if you think we're complete idiots, whatever, you know, tell us, we'll respond. I'm from this thought of, uh, I don't know anything, mm-hmm. I never claim to know anything, but we're just two dudes talking about wrestling, so, yeah, or is... sports entertainment. Nah, it's wrestling. Yeah, it's wrestling? Okay. I'm going to go with Ted Turner around and call it wrestling. It was called wrestling. That's right. It's all about wrestling. And uh, back to Cesaro and Cena's match. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, say what you want about the guy, but uh, John Cena can have a good match with anybody. Nothing. I like the way that he, when Cesaro was lying prone on the mat, and Cena jumped into it and picked him up and got him up for the uh, the AA. The Attitude Adjustment. Oh yeah, Death, was, it's a Death Valley Driver. Come on, that is, it's pretty good. But that that was that was cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, li- I like that Cena is changing up his uh, his moveset now a bit. Because he, he had been stale. I am going to talk at length about someone whose moveset is terribly, terribly stale, but not Stay just yet. tuned for that one. It's going to be a doozy. Oh, boy. But, yeah, see, see, his moveset has been stale. It's like, all right, shoulder, shoulder tackle, shoulder ta- tackle. He's going to do the throw the hands in the air. He says, you can't see it. No, stop that. He has to stop. Yeah, I, I read that book before. I, I think, yeah, I've read that book, too. Seen and uh, it sucks. I mean, Every time. I, I don't know. How many times can you fall for that? Like, uh, it's just like do something different. They like, can at least make it so the guy's like resting while he's about to do that. And yeah. then he, like, I don't know, kicks him in the face or something stupid like that. Yeah, like, I'll give the guy that used to be your boy, Orton, a ton of credit. Man. Like, like, if you remember, for, like, like, months on end, he would hit the RKO from... From like, like even we wouldn't expect it. It's like, oh shit, he fucking hit it from there. Like when he he caught um, I think the first time he did it, he he had caught it might have been Kurt Angle, jumping off the turnbuckle off top turnbuckle and he caught him in the RKO. It might have been it. That's actually pretty good that he he comes up with different ways for the move to make an impact. Yeah, because that's it. That's the move. Yeah, but exactly. like you can do it. Out of most counters, really. From out of nowhere, to quote every time, every announcer during his match when he hits the RKO, from out of nowhere, it's like, nah, I saw it coming, he kind of announced it. It's yeah, like, yeah. He did, he did the fist pounding on the mat. Ah, look at this yeah, it's not work. really from nowhere, though. Like, it's everybody but the guy in the ring is about <laughs> to do it, too. Yeah. Knows what's going to happen. But it's always from out of nowhere, because that's vintage Randy Orton. Yeah. Come from out of nowhere. So Colt, uh, Michael Cole. Yes, the, the new voice of the WWE. He's, he's been doing good lately. Yeah, he has been good, but he's not JBL good. He's not J- JB JBL's the last time. Like, not this run, but the last run he had when he was announcing. Fantastic. Not quite as good. Well, I think it has something to do with, you know, the think, powers that be and being told what to say. Yeah, I think um, the first time around... 
because uh, you know Matt Stryker was fired because well Matt Stryker wasn't fired because they didn't like Matt Stryker's announced style because he would bring up shit that no one knew what he was talking about he'd make weird references obscure references which I thought was really cool he would talk about like he'd say oh j just like Bruiser Brody and like 90% of the audience is like Bruiser who? yeah but like I like that about Matt Stryker. I like that about JBL's first run. He was like that. He would mention old school stuff from back gorgeous George days. Yeah, he'll pull just facts out of nowhere. Yeah, but and... but but now you can tell he's a character. Yeah, he's always telling telling Cole that he's he's seeing black helicopters and conspiracy theories and. Yeah, well, that's the business. That's the character he's playing. But it's not his best work. And I'll even go as far as say that Lawler is still terrible. I don't know what happened to him. I mean, maybe he hasn't fully recovered yet. He, but he, he beat death. He did beat death. He pinned death. One, two, three. Not a lot of people can say that. So I retract that statement. We re I respect the hell out of Lawler. But yeah. his announcing skills, we can, you know, we can separate the two. Well, I, you know what? I think that's the reason there's a three-man team. Because each one appeals to a different person that watches. Yeah, when, when it's three-man, I mean... The ideal three-man team is going to be one uh, new neutral guy, and then you got the straight face, and you got the straight heel. I, I guess WCW really did it best when they'd have Heenan and, uh, like, Tony Schiavone, who I hate. Uh, they would do, like, Heenan, Schiavone, and fucking, like, Larry Zbysko. Some shit. I don't know if they ever actually did it together, but so, whatever. I, I didn't have time to do my homework this week. Leave me alone. But you no, get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But, I mean, I guess they're doing the best they can. It, 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 it's a good balance because then you, you have somebody, like, who is all, like, really, you know. Yeah. I, I'm noticing lately, I don't know if you noticed this, but there's not a lot of calling the action, really. No, I mean, for the past few years. Yeah, like, it's just, most of the time they're talking about shit that's not... Well, for for two reasons. First of all, like, if, if it's a shit match, if it's a Divas match or whatever, you know, then... The Divas get two and a half minutes. You know what? That's two and a half minutes to promote the rest of the show. Which is, you know, the Divas... We know mo not all of them. Most of the Divas. A lot of the Divas. They're not... They're models. They came, they came in because they wanted to get famous. And it worked. Awesome. Good for them. They're putting these matches on. They're only giving them two or three minutes. That's not, there's, not even, there's not enough time to tell a story. The announcer's job now is to tell a story. To tell us why these people are feuding, or if there's a previous injury, why this person's focusing on that, on that person's shoulder or whatever. Divas match, you don't even have time to say shoulder and the match is over. Yeah, the, what they, they used to do, they used to, um, up until I'd say like six, seven years ago, like you would have, you'd have a play-by-play -play man and you'd have a color commentator. The play-by-play -play guy tells you what's happening in the, in, in the ring, just move for move. The color commentator would generally be the former wrestler, JBL, King... Taz, Taz's work has gotten a lot better. I know you don't watch DNA, but really, yeah. I mean, he, does he still think that's good? No, <laughs> thankfully. Anyway, but um, yeah. So the color commentator would tell you why a move hurts, what what body part uh, a move is uh, focusing on, whether it's ACL, MCL, PCL, or if it's a shoulder move, it's a if it's a rotator cuff or whatever. Um, but now. And I, th I think this is good anyway because a lot of wrestling fans, like, you see something, it looks like it hurts. So you're just going to process that hurts. Yeah. Um, so they don't need 
the the commentators to say this I don't is care what that hurts. is. It hurts. Fuck. Exactly. So yeah. So tell the story of why this Cena versus Aura match is so important. What it's leading up to. Why they're why they're fighting. Why like how it's going to create momentum for one of them or for the other. Or if which was the case, if Cesaro loses, it's still a really really good showing for Cesaro against a top guy like Cena. Because otherwise, you know, if if you're tuning in for the first time. You see these two guys, they're both in really good shape. You know, who, who knows, like I said, if you're a first-time watcher and you tune in and that's what you see, who, who knows who you're going to root for? It's up to them, in that case, to talk to the new listener, the new viewer, which I think is part of what they're doing now also, to tell us why, to tell the new uh, viewer why this match is important, what's going on behind the scenes and everything. Did you catch... Um Caught that cat. That's right, I did. <laughs> Our uh, third man, as it were. But um, I was gonna say, did you catch when uh, Cesaro broke out the We the People and the whole freaking yeah, the whole arena was doing it. They said We, we the, the people. people. That's awesome. The the crowd is already getting behind Cesaro. It's like a lot of them know that he's gonna get a face push really soon. Which I don't. I don't think it's, it's not a bad thing. Anytime. If there's a change and it's not like, oh, he turned heel, oh, next week he's a face again. It's like, if, if there's a, a change that's not so quick, it's good. Yeah, they can't Del Rio this guy because to see him as like a straight up face would be jarring, yeah. I think, to some people. Yeah, like right out of the way. They gotta, they gotta work up to it. Like, the f- what the hell? <laughs> if you remember, the, f- the first thing that the crowd really uh, face popped him for was the swing. Yeah. Which was fucking awesome. The That's first time thing. he used it, he only swung the person, whoever it was, like five times. I and think that was it, it might have been a 3MB person, probably. I don't know. Could be. I, it's my memory. Yeah, sucks. Dude, I don't even know. But we probably should have did something, but eh, whatever, whatever, dude. It don't matter. We're just cares. talking. We're just talking. We're just two dudes talking. <laughs> but yeah, he, yeah. He, broke, he broke out the swing, and like everyone popped for it, because... It, it's freaking cool. It looks awesome. You know they're both gonna be dizzy from it. And goddamn, is that a show of strength? What he got? Um, he 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 got some. I don't remember who he got. Some bigger dude around like twenty five times. Be crazy. I always count along with the TV. Yeah, I do too. But mm-hmm. it depends on how late it is. But like most times, I do. Or at least he's too quiet. Wow. That's hard though. And like you saw Cena, he's like covering his head like you're supposed yeah. to, but he was like really. <laughs> well, you, you don't know. I mean, um, they probably communicate, but you don't know exactly when he's gonna drop you. You know, you go head first into the turnbuckle, and it's like, oh well, there goes that career. Yeah, man. Say what you want, but that dude, he's always getting attention. If it's negative, if I'll, it's positive, it doesn't matter. I'll say this: a lot of his in-ring work, in like, if we're talking about like the moves of doom, I can't stand it. It's not a lot of people can, dude. It's. It's like it's it's SOS man, same old shit. Yeah, he's an entertainer, you know, an entertainer. He is, but um, as far as outside the ring, I mean, he just granted his fucking four hundred and first Make a Wish Wish record. Like no one is coming close to his record. That's awesome. He's great with the he's great with kids. He's great with the fans. He is a he is a walking talking PR machine. There's no sign of slowing. Not like. Like, legitimately, 100%, can't deny, literally, he is the face of the company. He's everywhere. He's doing everything. He's doing promo work. He goes to, he does interviews with newspapers ahead of, like, like right before Raw. He goes on the morning shows. He's uh, he's the ideal employee. And you could see 
He loves the business. He grew up watching it. He grew up loving it. He grew up like us. He turned into that, but, you know, he's a, he's a product of a machine. Like, the machine will keep on going. The machine hit the lotto with Cena. He, he's, he's insanely marketable. Parents, parents keep stopping him and say, saying that they love that he's a good role model for the kids. Yeah, it's the message he's sending. It's Which is message. good. Yeah. You, can, you can't argue with that. No, you really can't. I mean, that's good. And he's, he's working on his in-ring work. It's not that his in-ring work is bad, it's just... You know what, maybe he's playing it safe. be looking at longevity. Yeah, well... Well, I, I, come on. H Hogan played it safe. You saw... You, I know I saw you. I, I know I showed it to you. I linked you that match. Um, Hogan versus Tiger Mask in Japan. I think it was like 84 or something. He went I didn't Japan. think that was Hogan in there. Well, he wasn't the one wearing the mask. I know, <laughs> but like... Although Mr. America was awesome. Yeah. Off topic. Anyway... <laughs> That was pretty silly. One more <laughs> match, brother. One more. I think I think he's gonna go for one more run, brother. Oh, uh, speaking of Hulk Hogan, he he's not, you know his back, his spine is made of fucking silly string. Speaking of Hogan, I have a theory. Okay. So, WrestleMania thirty, mm -hmm. he's the host. But what if? Because they announced it already. What if this Sunday at Elimination Chamber? Christian's supposed to come out. Christian doesn't come out because he's hurt. Somebody beat him up. Mm. And no one knows what to do. And then all of a sudden... Da, 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 oh, no. Da, da, I, da, da. I would... No. He hits... He hits... Listen. He hits the ring running. He goes in... He can't run. And then he, he's winded. He's, and he's just chilling. And he's resting in his... He's eating in the pod. He's resting in his pod. He's fighting. Cena's doing this. Cesaro's doing that, mm. and then there's like, I don't know, three guys left. It could be Randy Orton, Cesaro, and John Cena, and then Hogan's chamber opens up. Why not Brian? Because Brian is too hurt from like Kane, and there's going to be shenanigans, dude. Oh, absolutely. So then Hogan hits the ring, drops the leg on Randy Orton. The, the, the leg hits so hard to the mat, it sends a shockwave. And, like, knocks everybody down. Ripple effect. That's right. They're unconscious. Aww. Three count. One more time, brother. Hulk Hogan versus Dave Batista, brother, at WrestleMania 30, brother. <laughs> it'll never happen, but it'd be hilarious. <laughs> it wouldn't. No. No. It wouldn't be hilarious. Um, cool theory. It, it'll put butts in seats. I'll tell you that right now, brother. Well, I think they're sold out already, aren't they? They got. They gotta. They gotta sell the pay per view. This is the last. That'll never happen. This I'm is just kidding. It's just a theory. Yeah. But if it does happen, I called it. Um. I. I. I have an actual theory, but um. We could get to that on the predictions. Yeah. Good point. Um. If they're gonna. If they're gonna use Hogan at the pay per view, to to sell more tickets or, what they they need to have done it already, right? Like, just Hogan spontaneously appearing. That's not gonna. You know, people are gonna buy a pay per view three quarters of the way through because people announced because they announced that Hogan's there. It's like, oh, okay, let me text this guy. He didn't. He said he's only buying the Elimination Chamber if Hogan's there, and then he's there, and now you you spend fifty fifty five dollars whatever it is for an hour's worth of pay per view at most. No. Um, Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. I think he's just gonna host, man. I don't see him. Yeah, he's not gonna. 
kind of like The Rock. This cat desperately wants to be on the show. I guess, like she literally. Keeps jumping onto on. the the tablet with the microphone. No. She wants to be on the show. You just stay where you are. This, this is the angriest cat ever, but that's off topic. Um. Oh, uh, you shouldn't. I, 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 he's he's not gonna pass any of the meta, any of the their physicals. Hogan can't pass a physical, but Billy Gunn. And Road Dog, tag team champions. Hogan, there was at one point. Well, he's way older. But. Well, he, oh, I believe me, I can't stand the fact that they're even like wrestling consistently, let alone tag champs. Well, you know, <laughs> but it's good to have friends. I guess so. <laughs> but um, at one point, I think they said he had fifteen back surgeries in a twelve month period. Oh and this my is, god! This is within the past like three or four years that this happened. I don't, I don't know if that's the exact figure. I'm going to go to my site later on and double check. But, yeah, so it was it was something ridiculous like that. It was it was absolutely more than, I can accurately say, more than 10 back surgeries in a 12-month period. How You can't, like, I'm, I don't even think they'd let you drive in that condition, let alone wrestle a match, take bumps. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it, a lot of the, the, the outcomes might be scripted. Well, they are, but, like... You have to be, like, yeah. you have to be, to be a professional wrestler is very day. And I think that's a good thing that they have that performance. And I, I uh, like uh, their wellness policy. I think that they really have the best interests of the wrestlers. It's really cool because, like, they're finally really taking an interest in um, the welfare of their employees and their former employees. You know, they sent... I mean, Scott Hall is successful now, it seems. For but, now. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm convinced. They sent him to re... Like, he went to WWE-sponsored rehab, like, five times. But, like, now, with DDP's help, and I never thought I would say Scott That's Hall. That's Diamond so, Dallas Page. That's right. Uh, he does... Yeah, and he's, he's got um, Hall, and he's got Jake the Snake living with him. They're calling it the accountability crib, and... Dally, if you're listening, good shit, man, because this is, it's, you're working miracles with those two. And you, you took the two, um, hardest cases alive, the, the, the two guys alive that are, were the drugs and alcohol and everything, and you turned them right around. Well, the WWE Wellness there, like, they, I read today, they test, uh, random, randomly, but they test every, uh, wrestler, if at, during any of those tests, uh, they, um, test positive for any of the banned substances, then test you seven times a year, which is really cool. And I think the, the impact testing that they do, the, the concussion tests, it's really good, even though it, it killed Dolph's momentum for a while. And he, he really didn't deserve to have his momentum killed, but, like, you know, he's injured. If he's injured, he can't wrestle. Well, if they really wanted him. They, they could have, if, but he was out for, like, three weeks with that concussion. Off a Randy Orton kick, right? Yeah, was, something like that. Prelude to a ladder match, and... He didn't get hit with the ladder. He just got kicked wrong. I think. I think he was. Uh, he was preparing to sell one thing. Randy came at him with a with so, uh, something else. I don't know exactly. I I remember seeing it. I can picture it, but I don't know what was going through their two heads. Like what was originally planned. Um, also, even more, even a lot more recently, uh, Daniel Bryan in the what was it, the cage match. Mm -hmm. he, he got a concussion early on, and he doesn't remember any of the match. Um. Yeah, he was on top of the cage doing the chant and everything, and. It was, it was a very good match, but, you know, he ended up getting concussed, and he, so he didn't wrestle for a week. He, he did a run, and then that was it. They just would, they wouldn't let him. When you have this thing in your head, this... Hub of nerves. Yeah, and it's in your little skull cage, mm -hmm. and that thing gets knocked around. That could change you. Oh, hell you yeah. You know what I mean? So, 
it's not, it's very serious, and I think mm -hmm. it's good that they're taking precautions. I guess it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, I mean, um, if you, if you look at it, I mean, it's, I feel, because of the testing that happened afterward, which wasn't as, um, talking about Chris Benoit now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, glasses off time. Um, <laughs> beer down, glasses off. What happened with Benoit was a terrible, terrible tragedy, him and his family. Yeah. Terrible tragedy. I want to hold on to that little bit of information for one moment. At the time, one of the wrestlers in the world, period, 100%. If you ignore that one little bit of info of the last three days of his life, Hall of Famer, without a doubt. One of the most influential guys. He's a good worker. He's a fantastic worker. Yeah. He only hurt one guy in the ring, as far as I know. As far as, like, serious injury, he broke Sabu's neck. That was why I started calling him the Crippler. And he yeah. Would, he would do this with his hands, and these crippling hands, and it's awesome. Going back to that bit of info, terrible, terrible, terrible thing that happened those last three days of his life. And that was really fo heavily focused on as soon as, as soon as it came out. And the tabloids were really quick to jump to steroids. It's like, oh, it was roid rage. Months after... I remember one of the, some member of I think it was his father Benoit's father, had sent his brain to a university to be studied. They found that due to uh, wear and tear on his brain concussions, basically, he they said he had the brain of an eighty five year old Alzheimer's patient, and they're surprised something like that didn't happen sooner. Wow. So now, that wasn't. That wasn't covered in the mainstream media. This was that happened eight. That was discovered eight months after the tragedy. Eight months later, Fox News and all the regular mainstream media outlets are talking about other stuff. They're not going to go back and say, "Oh, hey, you know how we accused this this guy of steroid abuse and he killed his family in a roid rage frenzy and then killed himself." Yeah, it wasn't roid rage. Sorry. Whoops. We we assumed, and they're never gonna say that. No, it's not how the news business works. Exactly. You know? it, yeah, I mean... It's all garbage, really. Absolutely. It's, it's, tab it's tabloid stuff. But, yeah, so that uh, was really, really big in influencing the wellness policy. That's why they have these concussion tests. That's why um, AJ had a concussion recently, too. That's AJ right. That's right. And, and they kept her off TV. Um, so they're, they're absolutely taking it seriously, and I commend them that because like they're they're breaking their own plans. It's it's like you know are you are you're supposed to defend the title tonight? Are you supposed to win the title tonight? And no, you got a concussion yet uh, at the house show yesterday. You're not wrestling. We had to do something else. We got to go another way. Yeah. Right. So it, it it sucks for them that they have to um, change all their plans and everything. It's it sucks for us because maybe we're not getting a match that we expected or wanted to happen. This is how you get wrestlers to stop dying under, like, 40, 50 years old. Yeah, crazy athlete. So. Yeah, and um, speaking of concussions, Chris Nowinski, him. Yeah, I remember him. He the, was a Harvard. The Harvard graduate. Yeah, the Harvard graduate. The first ever Harvard graduate in WWE. And he, I, like, I don't even know how many concussions he had, but, and, and like, he had a very, very, very short in-ring career with the company. Dude, I barely remember him exactly. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, offhand, I can maybe only think of about two matches I seen him in. Like, the concussions and flat out ended his in ring career, flat out. But he still works for the company now, as um, uh, concussion. He he talks to like he goes. He's a public speaker on the severity of concussions. He talks to he goes around talking to like uh, college football teams and stuff. 
All he knows is shit. You haven't yeah. been through that. It's good to share. Uh, important. Mm-hmm. But uh, I wanna I wanna shift gears really quick. Okay. Uh, to what do you think? What are your theories? Um, this is of course before our elimination chamber uh prediction round. Mm-hmm. But uh, something that's been happening on Raw, um, SmackDown, and that is, um, mm-hmm. the Shield is. It looks to be uh, changing. It looks like the shield might just become that splitting off. It looks like it looks like the blocks, the dissension is there, uh, especially between Ambrose and, and Roman Reigns. Reigns yeah. With uh, you know our poor buddy over there, you know, try to keep shit cool in the middle. Yeah, man. I I definitely see it happening. They're definitely planting the seeds, and I think. Uh, Again, I think they're doing it really well. If you've listened to us before, which you couldn't have because this is our first podcast, but if you know us, you know I have always been talking about how if you're if you're gonna do an angle, especially a, a team breakup angle, yeah, build it up because if they've been tagging for a year, over a year now, a team isn't gonna break up over just you know one thing. Oh, you accidentally kicked me in the face. You accidentally speared me. Um, I'm done with you. No, that that doesn't happen. That's not something that happens in real life. It's not relatable. It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna stick. And not like, with these guys. Yeah, like with um, with uh, Titus and Darren Young, recently that 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 came out of nowhere. I didn't yeah, that see. Was... I didn't see any. Like they've been talking about breaking the two of them up for a while now, but and then they did it without any provocation. There was there was no. You didn't see any infighting beforehand. It was out of the blue. And you know what? They, they're really, really trying to push Titus now. Um, and I know they want to push Darren Young for, um, we'll say, the community. And, uh, I, and I hear you there. But I don't think... It'll take a while. At least a year. Maybe a year and a half, two years. If Titus is going to be a main eventer, which they're talking about pushing him towards at least towards that direction, seeing if he can roam with the ball once they give it to him. It'll it'll be a while before they can make they can make it. Right now as of right now they're they're just gonna be two more mid carters lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I mean I didn't care. Like yeah. I it happened and I'm like, okay. It was a pretty vicious attack and uh Young's mouth was already bloodied. I don't know if he bit it bit through his lip or something, but that was pretty yeah, cool. And, I know, but like the the act itself was vicious, but it's like what? Tell us what's behind it. Yeah, like why? Cole and JBL. Yeah, like I, I get it, but I, I, what if I wasn't like, what if I never saw this before? What yeah. if I don't even like? It could have been like, oh, these two Ham and Egger guys, you know, they yeah. just, they just fight <laughs> each other. They're not friends anymore. I love that term. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, tell me, they there was no evidence of this. With the shield, on the other hand, there are like seven, eight instances where you can see the dissension starting. They've, they've only been tagging for a year. They're not even tagging as long as Titus and Young are. Yeah. So, so they're a newer team, and they're taking their time with the shield. I think partly because they know that all three got members of the shield have main event potential. I used to say that Rollins... Um, that he needs to work on his on his mic skills. Guess what? He worked on them. They're a lot better. Yeah, he's they're, good. He's good. They're not as good as Ambrose. 
but, uh, but he's good. Yeah, Ambrose is freaking awesome. He's the best talker, I think. Yeah. I would love, you know what match I would love to see? That's half hour match. <laughs> that would be like, uh, that should be like an Iron Man match. I would watch an Iron Man match. They're, they're, they're both old school in their own ways. Uh, Cesaro is, I've said it before, he, he's like a, a modern day William Regal. Ambrose, everyone's comparing him to Monday Roddy Piper. He just can't, I don't think he should ever be. It, it depends on what they let him do with his character. Some of his indie work as John Moxley, if you, if you see any of his promos or work, like he was, he was a good face. I mean, he's a fantastic heel. Yeah, I just feel like the way he's been portrayed here, it's just be kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, to go from S.H.I.E.L.D. to, like... Well, Re- Reigns is going to be the breakout face by far. Oh, he's already showing it. He's, he's um, in a few ways. He's got more signature moves than the other that two. That Superman punch. That Superman punch is ridiculously good. His, that, that kick uh, when the guy's in the in the rope yeah. on the apron, he kicks, he jumps onto the apron. Yeah, it's a spear, but <laughs> he's got a lot of power. It's not Rhino's gore, but... Yeah. Know. Well, he's, he's Samoan. Or, or I guess El Torito's gore now. So. They're calling that a gore. When That's he, a waste. When he, when he gored your boy uh, Zeb. That is such a waste. That is a waste. <sighs> That's they, a waste they, of a spot. Are they paying him? I don't... They're paying him in, like, tacos and quesadillas <laughs> or something. <laughs> I, don't know. I like tacos and quesadillas. I'll, you know, I'll I mean, take that action, too, man. I mean, I, I, I'm, sh- I'm short and chubby. I'll, I'll run. I don't think... I think there's, like, child labor laws. So they have to give him food. Okay. I guess I don't know. I guess. But enough about uh. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck El Torito. Famous tag team. I I let's, I want to do a, a segment on how much I hate the Los Matadores gimmick. I did reserve time this week for uh, an I hate Christian Shield still. I like that. I like that Christian makes you so angry. It's it's a, like there's no reason for it to be on TV. My wife said to me. Um, Last week, we were watching SmackDown, I think it was. She's like, why is he yellow? I'm like, because he's Canadian. Canadians have no idea how to spray tan. They don't know what they're doing. They, 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 have, they have snow, they have ice, they have hockey. Leave it at that. And they're friendly as fuck, man. Uh, yeah, whatever. I don't care, because <laughs> their nearest neighbor is like 100 miles away. I guess. They're, they're our hat, you know, if... Yeah. I love Canada. It's, it's the Canadians, and they got polar bears, and fucking seals. Okay. Maybe a penguin or two. Stay there. Christian in particular. Go back. Go back to Toronto. I know you're living in like Miami now. Yeah, but... And you still spray tan for some reason. Miami has a sun. Go take it. But one more match, man. No. No. No more matches. That's stupid... Like when you're in the ropes, like 619 style about to sell it put one rope down on the bottom rope and he jumps over the top with all that athleticism jumping over the top rope onto the onto the outside and he slaps you in the face really that's that's your best that's your best thing you're, you're gonna slap him in the face why well, you could just give him a reach around why not like slap him in the you face. know what would be cool for someone to do i mean it would probably really hurt but you know seth rollins curb stomp which i love yeah it's amazing do that on his way to the outside stomp his face into the ring apron you could do that. That would be awesome. Probably actually, you know, hurt a couple of guys, break a nose or three, but... Well, you can't make it obvious. But a slap? Uh, that's insulting. That's, he's, he's been doing that for 12 years. How much power could he be putting into that slap, though? None. <laughs> Does he have pecs? He doesn't have pecs. I don't... He, he's, he's in sting shape. He, he has the body of sting. 
who's like 10, 15 years older than him at least. I think Sting might be in better shape though. Fuck Sting too. <laughs> I'll get to that. Trust me, I'll get to that. Christian needs to stop. The slap is stupid. It's annoying. And, and then, like, when, when, he, when he's getting ready for the kill switch, his move, his finisher, it's, 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 uh, what is it, they used to call it the unprettier? Yeah, the, it was the unprettier. The unprettier. Oh. This is a good day. So weak. It's just so weak. And when he's, when he's getting ready, you see he's getting ready for it. He's got his arms out, and he'll start clapping to try and get the crowd clapping. How do they not hear the clap, though? <laughs> he sucks. He needs to stop. No, no more match. No more match. I'm saying it right now. Christian, Jason Riso, if you hear me, no more match. You're done. Stop. Stop with the spray tan. I mean, come on. Look, does Sheamus spray tan? No. He's friggin' pa- He is pasty. He is, he is a fucking jar of mayonnaise with ketchup on top. That's Sheamus. Just be that. If you're pasty white, be pasty white. Own it. It's HD now. People got 4K now. You hear that? No more match. No more match. Stop with the spray tan. You you, you leave it in the you leave it on the mat too. Like just. Okay. Okay. I think maybe he got the message. I think. I think. Hopefully, All if right. he's listening with our millions of listeners, That's right? Uh, out there in the world, uh, just please, no more matches. Um, for Christian, because it's just a waste, and it's sad now. It is sad. And his face is, is red right now. Uh, but uh, I wanted to talk briefly. Um, were we done with the Shield? Are we good with them? Like We're good with it. Uh, just, just to bottom line it. To bottom line? Bottom line it. Uh, I like that they're taking their time with the breakup. I like that I think there's there's gonna be ultimately it's gonna be a feud between Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, and that's gonna propel both of them towards the main event. May, like maybe not make them main event stars immediately. Roman Reigns probably before Ambrose. Ambrose is gonna have to find his footing after a feud with Reigns, because you know Reigns ha- Reigns has everything. He's got he's got the look. He's got the moves. He's got uh, the size, which is part of the look. But you know, like which he which he's shown recently, he's connecting with the crowd. Ambrose is going to need a little bit more effort to connect with the crowd a little bit more if he's still working as a heel or the face. Uh, either way, he's going to need to connect with the crowd a little bit more to get fans behind him, even booing him. Like, I could see him in a match with someone or whatever, and they're cheering for the other guy as opposed to booing him. Mm. He, he's going to want to focus on him, boo this man, and that's when him skyrocket. What about poor Seth Rollins? Seth, I think, um, while uh, Reigns and Ambrose are feuding, uh, Seth can take some take a month or two away. They should uh, make him energetic, kind of every now and then high flyer. Push him as a face, because uh, down in NXT he was a he was the he was the face of the company. Period. It was, if you remember that match that um, they had Rome uh, Rollins versus Reigns, right? It was going by. Uh, the name Laiki, uh, versus Ambrose. It was a triple threat match for uh, Seth Rollins NXT World Title, and it was it was a really good match. And he was the only face. Seth Rollins was the only face in that match, and people were cheering. He he kind of had a little bit of a, more of a surfer look. Like maybe they'll rekindle, they'll bring back the Johnny Ace look for him or something. I don't know. I hope not. But <laughs> um, 
but yeah, he can get he can get over as a face. He's he's got the moveset to get people popping. That I think, except I mean, the curb stomp is kind of a heel thing. That's really cool and it's awesome. Maybe he'll bring it out when he's like feeling angry. Yeah. Maybe he's got to pull that out to like mm-hmm. win certain matches to like get that side out of him. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. That's good. That's good, man. So that being said about the shield, on the other side you got. Wyatt family, <laughs> which is bizarre. Man, the Wyatts. The Wyatts. The Wyatts, in and of themselves, are a wild card. You never know really what to. Ex- they're crazy. They're fl- they're flat out nuts. I love that they let they really let uh, Bray Wyatt do whatever he wants on the mic. That's really he's not he's not scripted. He comes up with his own stuff, which for a, for a relative rookie that is confidence right there. How the hell is he coming up with this stuff? He's nuts. Yeah, he, he could be crazy, man. His dude, his dad's IRS. He can't be normal. No, he can't. Wyndham Rotundo, Bray Wyatt. He's he's really cool. I mean, he he's got he's got the look. It's which is so funny because he didn't so much have the look when he was Husky Harris. Even fat and oily. Yeah, it was just bad haircut. Bad haircut. Just... But but now he he just looks like a friggin' like they compare him to. I didn't see the movie, but some character in Deliverance. Um, Dick De Niro's character or something like that. I don't know, I didn't see the movie. They're really letting him do his own thing. He's got the look. He looks like a crazy cult leader from down south somewhere. He's, he's, they, they should say he lives in Waco. He, uh, and the other two, uh, Harper and Rowan. They look like inmates. Harper's, yeah. <laughs> Ro- Rowan especially, because it, it's like the one-piece jumpsuit thing that he wears. Um... Harper is definitely uh, the better worker of the two. He's less sloppy. Um, he's he's ta- They're letting him talk now, which is cool. And he's at least of the school of Bray Wyatt um, on the mic. So he's, he's a bit similar. He has it there. He has it in him. Um, got the look. He's got the moveset. He's a scary guy. Kind of a scary guy. I, I love that, that vacant look he'll get in his eyes. And, and as in the middle of a match, after he hits a move, he'll just, he'll just be looking around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's really it's terrifying. creepy. Yeah. It's eerie. I love it. Who's he even talking to? Abigail. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's who he's talking to. It's Abigail. Um, Rowan, like, he needs to show a little more personality. Right now... You know he's 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 con- he's mild mannered, sheepish until he takes the lamp mask off and then he's all crazy. I mean, didn't they do that with uh, Luke Gallows? I mean, um, what's his name, Festus? Yeah. It was same thing with Festus. They rang the bell and he's all crazy and angry. He wins the match. You ring the bell again and he's normal. That was cool. Well, I think the less you know about these guys, the better. At the fact that they have a mystique. Yeah, the the mystique definitely adds to it. They're they're probably gonna break up eventually. Probably. Well, yeah, most. Stables do, you know. Most most do, some don't. But uh, if they do, I don't see a lot happening with Rowan as much as Harper. And yeah. Bray Bray Wyatt definitely is gonna go straight to the top. I see um, Jacob goes one more next year. I would see Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker. That could work. Is that my prediction? Am I predicting that? Are you Are you foretelling WrestleMania thirty first before WrestleMania thirty? Tell you what, we'll we'll come back to that after thirty. Okay. In the first or second podcast, after 30. Okay, so... Braver's Taker, Mania 31. Okay, Maybe. I wrote that down. Alright, cool. I mean, because that, that, could, that could be a really cool feud. I guess it could be. I, I can see uh, Bray coming out with a lot of good material for that one. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to venture to guess or even speculate, because I love... 
the Bray with the Messiah complex. Yeah. Versus the dead man. Yeah, like, oh, could I have to put you down once and for all, dead man? And something about Abigail. Rocking chair. Casket match. I mean, the man can blow out an electric lantern. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty powerful. I like how in the end, in the video, they say we're here and it's a regular lantern, then you come out, it's an electric lantern, and he blows it out. What is that? I, I don't know. It might be magic of some kind. It might be what he can do. You know, it might be one of those things. Pop quiz. Is that the lantern that was inside the urn that had the giant flashlight? Is that the same lantern? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might be. Maybe he, like, scavenged it, like, as a child, because his dad was there. Yeah. And he, like... He, he 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 was there. He was there that that <laughs> faithful day at, at the Royal Rumble. Young Wyndham Rotundo. He was there for that. Win Windy they called him. And, yeah, and he recovered it and, and he said, One day because he was a kid, he probably thought he was really a zombie. Yeah. But uh yeah, that that that's a possibility. That that glowy urn was stupid. Yeah. Um <laughs> real quick, I don't recall the card. For this Sunday. Like, I don't even know. I know there's this match. You got the chamber match. That's because the, the pay-per-view is called Elimination Chamber. Yeah, so. So that's the only way I know there. it's there. Um, you're going to have the, the, the Shield and the Whites, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have... Uh, uh, is there a Divas match? No. Because... Um, AJ's Na- not there. No, Na- Naomi's the number one contender, she's but hurt. she's out with injury. Okay. She's got that eye. I hope she recovers. Cause she's I, I good. was watching when that happened. Well, not live. I wasn't there. But, you know, I was watching on TV as they were, as they were playing, as opposed to on DVR delay. And I was like, oh, she actually hurt her. It's like, wow. I yeah, saw that. which sucks because she was on her way. She's pretty good. She's actually trying to be, like, a wrestler. Um, all right, so. Oh, wait. Isn't um, Jack Swagger? Jack Swagger. Is going for the icy belt. Yeah, against Big E. Big E. Okay. Swagger's not winning that. This is not. It's not nearly enough. I build think Big up E's gonna it. win, and Coulter's gonna like kick Swagger in the nuts or something. I, I mean, I don't know. There's a split coming either way. For for Cesaro to turn face. I mean, for Cesaro to turn face, he's got he's got to ditch, the probably the be- one of the best heel managers in a very well since oh no. One of the three best heel managers in a long time. Zeb Coulter. Coulter. Dirty Dutch Mantel. Dirty Dutch. So good at what he does. Uh, he's so old school. He, he belongs there with those guys. It's great. I remember, I remember telling you, if anyone doesn't know this, um, Zeb Coulter, for, for a long time, for quite a few years, worked for TNA. And he, he was... Um, he, he, he had a lot of clout with Korea. I don't know if he was head of creative or whatever. But he made a rule that... Um, when a match is being worked out, if you're a champion, you're not losing by submission. Or if it's a championship match, you're not losing by... There's no tab-outs. It, it, it's going to be a, pin, a pinfall or shenanigans. There's Either no... Or. Right. You're, yeah, because he can't envision... He, he says, like, the old school way is you're not going to submit... You're not going to give up. And it's kind of cool, but it was annoying for a while because he had... This is when Joe was in his... Uh, Prime at the time, mm-hmm. getting friggin' Pluto. Joe's finisher was a Kikita Clutch, which is a rear naked choke, and... He's talking about Samoa Joe. Yeah, Samoa Joe. That's right. The, on- the only Samoan that anyone has ever heard of 
that is not related to Rock and Snuka and Ish and that whole family of Samoans. Yeah, he's just not. Yeah, he's the only one. He's the only famous Samoan that is not related to all of them. He stands above them. Nah, he's, nah, he's on the side. So he's on the side, just chilling, just. Yeah, but yeah, so so they wouldn't let. So like he might have been using a finisher, but they would get out of it, and like he would just he would pin them. So it was it was kind of iffy, as far as what did to Joe's career, for example. But back to back to the E. Okay. And, uh, we're talking about the chamber, right? Yeah. I got the list. I got the list of matches here. All right. Uh, let's start with the kickoff. Okay. You got uh Cody and Goldie, versus Ryback'sel. Um. It's just. I don't even. Cody and Goldie, cause they're not. They're really not doing anything with Ryback'sel. I think Cody and Goldie are gonna at least get another shot at the tag champ. Another run. At the at the. Just a shot. At, at least a shot. If you if you're listening. If you were paying attention to um, rumors and stuff last year, or even Twitter, Goldus was uh, really campaigning hard on Twitter last year before he got his job back that he desperately wanted to fight Cody at WrestleMania. So they're saying now, at least Goldus is saying that that's not happening, that's not a plan right now. Is that a swerve? I don't know. But um, I don't see... I don't know. Like If they're going to have a match at Mania, I think it'll be next year. I think right now they're... Like the tag team division needs them, they really uh, breathe new life into the tag division. Uh, after the Shield did, uh, all right. Shield came out and then they were the first antagonists to the Shield. I'm or gonna I say, say Cody and Goldust only because I think Ryback'sel is the stupidest tag team name I've <laughs> ever heard. And I heard JBL came up with it. Well, I take that back because I can't really <laughs> shit on JBL. Whatever he says is great. Man climbs mountains. He's a wrestling god. I don't know god. how anybody could forget that. <laughs> um, all right, so that's we're even on that one. All right, then um, imagine a bit. Uh, D Young versus uh, Titties O'Neil. I'm gonna say Darren Young just because that's just the way I see it. If, if Titus wins, he's gonna have to fight again. Yeah. I really want Darren Young to win, only because. I don't know, it'd be nice if you won. For once, I want Darren Young to win. Sorry. For once, because he's the face. He's the face in this. I don't, I don't back the faces often. But in, in, in this case, the whole the whole breakup was stupid. So I think people, and my, myself included, with the people, are going to be focusing on how out of the blue it was, how potentially unjustified he's turning on was. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 that's stupid. What is that? I don't even. He, he he's like, he he's like a, he sounds like a retarded seal. Yeah. Can yeah, we I, say retarded on here? We can say retarded. I. Right? We could say whatever we want. Right. I mean, there's no rules. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, uh, special needs seals aside, I'm gonna <laughs> say yeah, Titus O'Neil sucks. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Tista versus Del Rio. Alright, that's that's pretty much a no brainer. That, uh, I mean, Del Rio's gonna win this hands down uh, with the submission. I mean, Batista's gonna have to tap out. But what I mean by that is, Batista's gonna come in. He's gonna kill that poor guy. After after doing that, that 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 <laughs> stupid thumbs down he does. Yeah, that's Del Rio's definitely planned at least four times through the mat. It's it's not first, really first of all. Del Rio has been boring. Ever since that first time in face, yeah, come back from that. He, he, uh, it, it's it's bad because he he was such 
an awesome dude. Did the cars get too expensive? I don't know. I know they were renting the cars. They didn't, they didn't buy them. They kept the cars, man. I mean, JBL kept the cars going longer than Del Rio did. JBL had, like, the one limo. Eddie kept the cars. Yeah, Eddie did. Yeah, live. All right. Live. But, um, yeah, Del Rio, he's, he's been completely boring him since he, he keeps, like, when he was first a heel, when he first debuted, he had this intensity about him. He had, he had this fire. He had this, like, just when, you, like, if you think he was about to stop, he would keep going. He would keep attacking. He doesn't have that anymore. He keeps trying, but you could tell he it's forced. I don't know if it's um, the the wear and tear of the schedule on him, or if he's lost his passion for it. I doubt that, but he's he's definitely he's definitely lost a step. And Dave, he's boring too. They brought him back because he wants to promote this um, this Marvel movie. Have you ever heard of this? If you're a Marvel fan. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you ever heard of a Marvel movie coming out and Stan Lee flat out saying, I'm not going to be in that? No. He's been in every one. He's been in the bad Spider-Mans. He's been I don't know if it's because he thinks the product's going to be bad. Why, you know, if he's saying, I'm not doing it. Okay. It says something. Yeah, it does say something. And, and, and just give me one second here. Message from our sponsors here. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, lunch is ready. Okay. So, uh, we're going to be coming back, uh, right away. Uh, as a matter of fact, you're not even going to notice that we were gone. All right. So, next match, Outlaws, the old age Outlaws. All right. Uh, I'm going to admit, I don't know anything. Yeah. Not taking away from these group of guys. Usos, of course. Mm -hmm. But, um, I feel like it's just going to go straight. I mean, I like for them to lose. I, I would be inclined to agree. I mean, they have, they've been building up the Usos for past year or so, before, uh, like before uh, Goldie came back. Um, they've really been grooming them to be the next, one of the next tag champs. Um, but the past, they've been, like, they, they've had matches, but it's not, they haven't been as good matches. I don't think they're getting the push championship level yet. That being said, I would love for anyone besides the old age outlaws to be tag champs. Yeah, like, uh... Tag team. Rybaxel. That's right. Rybaxel should be tag champs before these two. The old age outlaws, stone age outlaws, whatever you want to call them. They're old. It's, it's different with Goldust. Goldust is in better shape now than he was back in the day. He's in fantastic shape. He's he's doing friggin' Hurricane Rhinos off the top rope. He's he's doing that uh, flying senton. It's, Goldust is in very good shape. Goldust can move. Yeah. He's grown into his own. It's the same old shit from his buddies. They're just too old to be acting like that. I don't want to be that guy. But they're just... It's not working. And, like, Road Dog carries the team. Billy mm. Gunn looks lost. Like, I don't How, know. Is that different from... I, that's true. That's 10, 15 years exactly, ago? Exactly, yeah. But I guess it's harder now to, like, sweep it under the rug when he's, like, you know, older. <laughs> At least before you're like, oh, he's an ass man. Boom, boom. He gave it. Sucks. Ugh. It just doesn't fit anymore. I, oh, was, I always hated that gimmick. Ass man. Like, alright, so are you. So you have a pair of lips on the ass of your fucking shorts. Okay. Is, is that what makes you an ass man? Do you think you have a good ass? Or. that To me, that doesn't mean ass man. Are you Mr. Ass? Because your ass. Or is it because you like ass? I, I don't know if he is an ass. Uh, maybe he he is an ass. 
I, I got nothing. See, this uh, is as far as we could get with his gimmick. Like, yeah. How much could he do? I mean, really. And it's, it's, it's not like they, they ever had, like, women around them on, on TV. Like, I'm not suggesting anything. But, like, on TV, the storyline never involved women other than China. And yeah. That's, that, yeah, that's but questionable, wait. too. But what is it? He badass Billy Gunn. Yeah, it was badass at first, and then he became Mister Ass. Yeah. Or did Mister Ass become a badass? No, but it was badass Billy Gunn, which I never saw him as badass anyway. So I don't know what, where that came from either. I I I guess they were trying. They tried. Failure. Okay. I don't I don't know why he still has a why why he still has a career. What are we talking about? Him? I I don't I, why does I he think have a match? I think we dedicated more than enough time. To those two. Um, that being said, I guess that leaves us with the main event. Oh, is there one more? I think there's one more. There I think there's one, one other that I didn't mess with. There's got to be here. a piss break match. Del Rio. Unless that was the tag team match, which is sad. No, the piss break match is Dave and Del Rio. Okay. I, I, I can't. I can't. Um, so, yeah. So, we got Randy Orton versus John Cena versus Sheamus. You know all those names from uh, here's a main events pass versus Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, and Christian. <sighs> Christian. All right, so I guess we'll just go start out the gate. Uh, who do you think is gonna start? I will, I I think Cesaro is gonna be one of the guys starting. If not, Cesaro is bell to bell. I would say that Cesaro is the one with the most stamina um, out of everyone in that match. Cesaro would be able to, like, he, he'd absolutely be able to hold his own going 35, 40 minutes, which I think is going to get at least 35 minutes. What I think is actually going to happen, um, there there's sort of been hints to this online, but Lemonade Chamber is in Minnesota somewhere, right? Oh, uh, Christian. He better. Like, if, he doesn't need any more matches. He stopped. He needs to stop. No more match. He has to be done. No more match. Mr. No more match. Go home. <laughs> Go to Canada. With your penguins and your seals and polar bears and just stay there. Brock is gonna come out and attack Christian as he's he probably as he's on his way to the chamber and he'll take his spot. That's what I really, really, really want to happen. Do I think it will happen? I think it's possible. Heyman has been quiet lately, which also could could go one way or the other. Right. Um, it like if they're trying to keep it a surprise then they're doing they're doing a good job of it and i think him and being quiet be the key to would, would be really the only hint to that surprise coming he does want the belt brock came back for a reason i mean i know he he, he wrestles limited i respect brock a load more than i respect christian so i don't you know i don't like to christian. explain it we know you don't like christian i don't like christian <laughs> um it's not your fault brock is awesome i don't think necessarily brock's gonna win um, but it's, I hate, I hate to be, um, the fence guy on this one, but this is, a, it's a, it's a tough match to call. Really? Do you, so, are you telling me that the outcome of the match is not exactly black and white? You don't think, you don't think Randy Orton, there's a chance that Randy Orton is not going to walk out. Is that what you're saying? If I ignore what, um, some of what's been said online about, like, what what uh, the speculations of planning and there have been you know there are false reports planted too now so um, I would say like if I ignore that I would say that Randy might not walk out champ but there had but there has been a lot of talk of WrestleMania being Randy versus Batista playing. that aside mm-hmm. 
I think that the way the build-ups and the matches being set up, I think Orton's going to be the last one out of his pod. Like, okay. Yeah, from... You know, oh, oh, because... And Cole's, Cole's going to say that... Yeah, the black helicopter. Yeah. Conspiracy. The second the, shooter. The authority and all that shit. Uh, I think... Yeah, I think he's going to... I think he might win. And if if he is last, that'll just, that'll just put it there. Because... He, he he's not gonna look strong because he wasn't fighting. Oh, it's all right, dude. It's all right. That so, was beer. Uh, Nothing else. Don't worry. Just just <laughs> beer, guys. Uh, all right. So, yeah. I mean, if if this way he doesn't look so weak. Right. You know. What I mean, uh, he, he he's lost. I think he only beat Christian. Only beaten Christian, who apparently Christian's never beaten Randy. He didn't Martin. beat. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't care about that match. It's any time they fight, no one cares. Think about it. Anytime Sheamus and Randy Orton fights, no one cares. If they're tag teaming, no one cares. It's just yeah. The 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 main event picture really needs needs a freshening. Like um, but I don't know. Like like, how are you gonna feud Randy and Cena and Batista, and all these main event level guys, quote unquote, um, and not have the belt involved? Like how are you gonna, you you? It, it's tough to elevate everyone you want to elevate at once and just bring the whole top down. Like, it would be awesome if uh, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro and I'll say even Swagger and, like, Roman Reigns, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. all and, and Bray Wyatt, to have them all of a sudden just all thrust in the main event pick and have Cena and Orton and Sheamus as, you know, just not over a belt. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's kind of... It's it's it will be risky from a business standpoint because you know you got guaranteed money you know seen you know seen his champ or seen his chasing the belt, pe- you know people are gonna buy tickets they're gonna want to see him they want to see him they're buying his merch um to have just all relatively new main eventers up there, I mean I think it would be good for them but financially risky um which is why I don't think that'll happen but it would be really cool if it did. Would you say that the the main event picture is missing Xavier Woods? No. Xavier Woods is not main event level yet. I think he definitely should get um, a few high-profile tag matches with R-Truth. I mean, I love Xavier Woods. I'm a big this fan of This guy has good energy. He's awesome. Yeah. I, I, was, I was watching him in TNA when uh, he was under another bad name of Consequences Creed. He was sort of a bootleg Apollo Creed. He came out wearing... All American garb, uh-huh. um, big fro, but you you, you could tell he has got the talent. He's like pushed right. He like I mean he's good on the mic too. He's uh, working on his PhD, which has nothing to do with that. But um, like he could be the next AJ Styles. Like his his move set is awesome. He's got good energy. Uh, he's got a connection with the crowd. They like him. They just need to see more of him. They need the crowd needs to see personality. Like, have him talk. Have him talk. He needs to talk. He was on commentary for a little bit, which which gets some personality out there. They need more of that. They need him to see him interacting with his opponents, you know, as opposed to just on commentary. Woods definitely is awesome. Main event level, not yet. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's the case, then what's our truth? It's true. It's just hard. It's hard to... Not everybody's going to be a beta better. Certainly not. You can't... We like a lot of these guys. Some people have to fill in. Mm-hmm. You have to fill up the yeah 
the undercard. Somebody's got to jerk that curtain. Somebody's going to be. And, but I think the thing is that it, that has to change is for everyone to feel that their part is important. To yeah. treat the undercard <laughs> as if you're going out there to fight a main event fight. Yeah. I think that's the key. I remember reading somewhere, I don't remember exactly where, that the, um, like for, like in, in house shows they have like intermissions. Um, that the, uh, the first match and the match immediately before and immediately after intermission are three of the most important matches. The first match is the one that gets the energy going. That's why you'll see a lot of high flyers in an opening match at like a house show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they do it um, at live events also, like uh, Raw SmackDown. As much, they I know on Raw and SmackDown, they, there's a lot more plot involved. Yeah, they start with promos and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the at each border, that's the most important match. That's why, and then you'll have the Divas in the middle, which they don't respect. He doesn't really respect and It's going to be hard, too. They don't have much of a roster. And they don't, they're not wrestlers. It's, you know. And it's amazing, Trish, when Trish and Lita retired, and then uh, Victoria, okay. your girl, Lisa Marie Verone, she jumped to TNA. She actually took some time off in the middle. That was it for the women wrestlers they had. That was it. They all, and they all left at roughly the same time. Devastating for that division. And they, they still haven't recovered. Uh, AJ's really good. Caitlyn, Caitlyn was pretty good. She quit. Oksana's out breaking eye sockets. Getting she's started. on a rampage. She is. Who could be next? Yeah. Could be anyone. And meanwhile, they have a great female wrestler in Natalia, who is trained with world-class athletes that we know have come from the Hart family dungeon. The first family of wrestling. That's right. 100%. Uh, friggin', obviously, Bret Hart. All of them, you got freaking Jericho came out of there. Benoit came out of there. Yeah. Uh, Lance Dungeon. Storm. Lance Dungeon. Storm came out of there. Yeah. Um, uh, her husband Tyson Kidd came out of there. He's, he's really good. If Dang. a lot of these guys don't have that, yeah, you can't be the guy. Nah. You know? But uh, getting back to Xavier Woods, he I mean they need they just need to invest more time in him. They need to let him let him talk, let him be himself, let him show who he is. Crowd connect. Like they, they feuded with uh, Brodus Clay, Funkasaurus. Coming out to Ernest the Cat Miller's theme song. Somebody call his mama. Some, yeah, somebody gotta call his mama. Freaking gimmick, gimmick infringement. That's right. So. You can't do that shit. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, what are we saying for Chamber Match? I'm gonna say Randy Orton. If he is the last one to leave his pod, and if he doesn't, I think he's gonna retain anyway. Now, that's going to be my official choice, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be upset if the likes of, like, I don't know, if if Christian is taken out of the chamber mm-hmm. and for some reason Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. wins, well, that's okay with me, too. But I don't see that because of the limited dates mm-hmm. and put, put Dave Batista and Lesnar in a match. It's just too... Well, I, th- I think Lesnar would kill him. Well, one of them has. One can only hope. One of them had <laughs> like, like one not that I want him to kill him. Literally. Let let <laughs> let let's talk like like if fuck it like, like shoot fight if it was a shoot fight it wouldn't be they wouldn't even allow that but one of them had a successful MMA career the other is Dave Batista Brock all right he I he won heavyweight champion that's right three matches in three something matches like in. that let's see uh the first match wasn't in UFC but he won by. Uh, submission due to strikes. He broke this guy's cheekbone from 
He had, a, he had a mounted from the back that was like prone on the mat, flat out, oh, arms man. up, and he was punch him in the face, broke his cheekbone. Oh, dude, a guy like Brock Lesnar takes your back, <laughs> you're done. Seriously. <laughs> um, second match, he tapped to Frank Mir. That was his first UFC. That was his UFC debut. Well, Frank Mir is a tough motherfucker. He is so seriously. Cool. He came back. Yo, he when he came back from that uh, motorcycle injury, the motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. Came back better than ever, and the feud—it was a feud. The feud he had with Brock, he hates Brock Lesnar. He hates Brock Lesnar like I hate Christian. Yeah. Like he he, he wants to kill Brock. It's great. Um. Uh. Yeah. He he came came back like a house of fire. He was unstoppable. Um. Then he uh Brock fought Heath Herring, which was a great fight. That was Brock's first, uh, three round fight, and at one point he had punched Herring in the mouth. So bad that Heath Herring fell backwards and flipped backwards to get it back up onto his feet. Brock was on him. Like, across that octagon. And, like, quarter. It's like, like, we know Brock is, is scary fast. To see this in a real fight, if you haven't seen it, it's scary. And Heath Herring's face afterwards, you can tell it was a three-round war. And Heath Herring's face was the battlefield. Wow. wow. Yeah. I wonder if he has, like, PTSD. <laughs> um, po- po- PTSD, post-Brock stress disorder. That's the stuff of nightmares. Okay, so point, you say that Brock would, like, destroy. Yeah, but if Brock gets into the chamber, the way he's been booked, like, ig- ignoring the fact that we know that he's only booked for, like, six, six more he's days. He's just a force. He's there to get other people over. That's that's how he's been booked. He, he's there to lose the high-profile matches. Like that, the that match with Big Show, that was actually great for Show's career because it, you know, he, um, he lost, but he lost twenty five times. Brock hit him with that chair. Yeah, the only thing he could do is bring Betty White to the to Raw. Yeah, that's how messed up he is right now. Just talk talk about Big Show for a moment. I'm going off topic. That's okay. Um, did you read that he uh, he has four years left on his contract? I did not. He's gonna be forty four. And he said, after that, healthy or not, he's retiring. Okay, good. Good I, for him. I think that's a good thing. I think, um, I mean, uh, if you didn't know, Bra- uh, Bra- Big Show is flat-out locker room leader. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he, he's the grandfather of the locker room. He's, everybody goes to him for advice or whatever. Oh, yes, his taker's not there anymore. Uh, if, if he retires, I think he's going to stay with the company because he knows he can still give back. He Big Show has a really really good good mind for the business. Um, he's probably gonna work with the with the new kids in NXT. Help them develop their characters. Maybe help them with their move set. It's for a big dude. He's got a pretty elaborate move set. Well, it'd be helpful to guys his size. You know. Yeah, I mean, you, you got guys like Jamie Noble coaching guys his size. So other uh, work the other way around too. Just because you can't do a shooting star press, sorry Brock, doesn't mean that you can't. Teach someone to do a shooting star press. That's true. That is true. And by the way, Bro- Brock used to do it in OVW all the time. Uh, Heyman was one of the guys that told him, don't do it all the time. Save it. Save it for when people are paying to see you. Don't, don't do it on a house show. Yeah, you just give so it, it away. He whipped it out at Mania and... That was Kurt, that. Kurt, Kurt, well, Kurt, Kurt was a little too far. Yeah, he was. What was he going to do, though? I think any normal human would have been dead after that. Thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he was nodding vigorously. I'm nodding vigorously because uh, 
Yeah, he, he almost died. Yeah. Like a normal human would have just... Yeah, he was concussed. That's it. You'd be wearing freaking black armbands with Brock Lesnar's name on it. Yeah, he, he was concussed. He he couldn't stand. He couldn't see straight. And you, I don't know if you've ever banged your head really that hard, but like he was nauseous. I am not... I've, fortunately for me, mm -hmm. I have not hit my head that hard I have in recent either. memory. And not that I recall, but then again, I don't recall much. And I probably wouldn't remember it either because Daniel Bryan doesn't remember his concussion. His uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, we might have had concussions and not known. So, yeah, Bro uh, I know Brock's not winning it. Um, so, who's your, uh, what do you think? Yeah, Orton, too? It's sad, but that's, that's the state of affairs. I mean, the big question is, is King going to get involved somehow? He has to. You can't, you can't have Daniel Bryan in the Elimination Chamber. Well, he is hurt. Yeah. You know, he's Kane okay. might not have to be involved. He could attack him before he gets there. But, you know, uh, the authority a couple weeks ago um, told Kane that he can't just attack superstars, and then he's going and still attacking twice. There's, there's a lack of consistency here. And it, it's not just, um, okay, they're heels, they do what they want, but, like, they enforced and they stopped enforcing. To me, that's just bad writing. It's another thing is... Speaking of writing, I'm glad you mentioned that. Now, if you recall, when Triple H first made his presence known as the COO, what happened? The heels got together, and they got him voted. They, they, they got him out. Yeah. They got him out. So all of a sudden, so I guess faces are too dumb, because they could have done that like a while ago when he was throwing his weight around, when they were throwing their weight around before. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just... Bad inconsistencies. Yeah, it's and like, you know, you know, for the again for the people that are just coming into it, it's cool because like everything they do is new. But then, if you see, if you've been watching even for the past two years, you saw Triple H get voted out of uh, out of a position of power, and then he comes back and he's a heel now, and you know he's doing worse than what he did. Like yeah. he he wasn't even doing bad things before. Yeah, now, now he's he's firing people, make making Cody work for his job and his dad's job, and Cody and Goldie making them work for their jobs. All that messed up stuff that they were doing. What's the long game, man? I mean, suppose supposed to be Punk for Sage. Phil, no. Phil, we miss you. Yes, we do. Uh, I, although I don't, I don't feel that I I can uh, be on a first name basis with him. Nah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he is. But you, uh, you saw that interview with him and Ariel Hawani, right? Yeah, but one. I just think he should. He needs a break. I mean, that's fine. And uh, I, I officially said that he's on a sabbatical. At least yeah. that's what Vince said. Yeah, I have um. Mister McMahon, that's what Mister McMahon said. Yeah, I I have, I see I see both sides of the story here. I mean, the bottom line is I don't like it, and selfishly I want Punk to come back. Like yes, I mean aside from Danny Bryan, he's the most over face right now. Period. Um, Apparently it's not good enough for him. You know, he works too hard. Yeah, I just, I, I, I hope that um, if and when he comes back, that he doesn't lose any of the clout that he established when he first walked away. Because Vince kind of bent over backwards for him to, to bring him back. You know, Vince doesn't pay royalties mm. for, for entrance music. And they get cult of personality that they're paying royalties for. Yeah. Plus the band comes and performs it live. Mm-hmm. Which was quite a while later, but still. Yeah. Um, he really gave Punk everything he wanted. 
everything everything Punk asked for that was in his power. Uh, unfortunately, the ice cream bars were not under Vince's control. He he gave Punk everything he I wanted. I still hold out hope that someday we will have those ice cream bars. You know, one but, day. But yeah, he uh, he he gave Punk everything he wanted. But now, like up and quitting, like right before WrestleMania. Now you know the the WrestleMania plans. They're planned like four, five, six months ahead. It was planned. Everyone. It was. It was widely known. If if you're, if you follow the IWC, the Internet Wrestling Community. If you follow, if you if you have a site you read, you probably know that Punk versus Triple H, the plan for WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah. Like November, they were talking about that, and now it's gone. That's just not happening. Punk's gone. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't know the guy. Um, I really like him. He's one of my heroes. But if I mean, I I guess no one knows really but him. Sit here and guess all day. Yeah, I was saying. I see. I see both sides. Of it. I mean, I you know if if you're if you're not feeling it anymore, if you had the passion and the passion is gone, and if other people control your on screen character, and they're just making you do stuff that just doesn't make sense at all, then there's there's gonna be a breaking point, and you have to you have to take a step back. You have to take some time off. Um, was time he had like six months on his contract left? Could he have held out for six more months? Could he have just talked to them and said, "Listen, can we do something else?" He he could have gone directly to Vince. Him and Vince had a rapport. They could he could have said, "I you know," they could have worked something out. Maybe he'll take a month off and they'll extend his contract a month, and then after his contract ends, then maybe he'll take some more time off if he needs. They I I think maybe something more could have done. Punk could have put in a little bit more effort to reach an agreement with them. As far as like the writers and creative in general, could they have? I mean, we we can crap on them all, all we want, but it's not an easy job. They, they got the writing jobs. We don't. Yeah, it's not an easy job, man. Yeah. I mean, we're barely we're, we're barely hanging on here. I, I don't I don't even know how how we've talked for so long. Yeah, we we, we took some duct tape and uh, some conversation and just. Just wrap yeah. that shit up like we usually do. Yeah, and um, what was it? JR was the one that mentioned how if you have a contract, you have a contract. If you break that contract, there's only one person that's wrong. Yeah. That's the person breaking the contract. I, I understand both sides of it. As a fan of you, as a fan of wrestling for 30-some-odd years, I wish you'd come back. I really want to see you back. As a fan of yours, also, if you need the time... Take the time. Please use the time wisely. We would love to see you come back healthy and passionate again. I agree. I, I definitely agree. I think that's important. Just looking at your own life. Just make up your own mind. That's, that's what he always does anyway. Absolutely. I feel like we're eulogizing him. We're not eulogizing him. <laughs> we're, we're just... Punk, we know you're very much alive. We're just getting through this as best as we can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're fans. We're matter fans. Matter of fact, we're, we're going to Raw on March 24th. That's right. And uh, we, we bought tickets just before, just before you, just before I'm talking to him like, like it's only him listening. We bought tickets just before Friend Punk. Friend of the show, CM Punk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just before CM Punk quit, we bought tickets. And me, me and my wife, we got the CM Punk commemorative tickets. That's a hologram. Mm-hmm. It has the day of the show on it and everything. It doesn't have the seat number, right? I don't think. But it's at the day of the show. It's still oh, where yeah. it is. It's a punk hologram. Oh, you know. Whatever. Well, I, I want to get those signed one day. I just run into them and be like, hey. Like, hey, Phil, what's up? You still doing that CM Punk thing? Well, uh, I think that about wraps it up for us today. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything 
you would like to say uh, to close? Or um, I had a good time. I had a really good time on our first our first podcast here. Um, again, we welcome any and all comments, positive, negative, don't care, whatever you want to say. Whatever you want to say to us, if you agree, if you disagree. I think you guys should just kill yourselves. What do you think about that? That could work, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can tweet me at RichTheRiz, R-I-C-H, the R-I-Z, dude. And uh, I am uh, Jer at the Jer Show. It's spelled the way it's said, T-H-E. So hit me up on Twitter, and we'll go from there. But before I leave, I leave you with this. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, had a, I had a deep message, but uh, I just want to say uh, this is our first official podcast. Um, it, it will go through some editing. Um, not of content, though, because there's just no mm-hmm. point. It's just, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, and that's it. It's, you know, it's just for fun, mostly. But uh, if you took the time... Thanks a lot. Thank you. And uh, enjoy the chamber. Uh, Hopefully we will.